jobs to do, and even though it's not too good on the scoreboard right now, we work our way into the fourth and final 15 minutes of action with Coastal on top 43-0, and Alex has some numbers to share with you. Yeah, Fabian, 200 total yards for Gardner-Webb through the first three quarters, 110 of those on the ground, 90 through the air. Coastal Carolina with 416 total yards, 195 on the ground, 221 through the air. Gardner-Webb has been penalized seven times for 78 yards. Coastal, three penalties for 15 yards. Coastal has doubled Gardner-Webb in first downs at 22. Gardner-Webb with only 11. And third down conversions, Gardner-Webb 2 of 10, Coastal 3 of 5. Gardner-Webb has possessed the ball for 26 minutes of this game, Coastal for 18 minutes, uh, and Gardner-Webb run 49 plays in those in, in those 26 minutes. 47 plays run by Coastal, and uh, we see both backup quarterbacks for uh, Coastal and Gardner-Webb come in here late in the third quarter. So uh, going to see what... Uh, now Michael Church can do for Coastal Carolina and uh, Brody Rollins can do for Gardner-Webb. Tyrell Maxwell, Gardner-Webb's quarterback, 419 for 90 yards. Maxwell also the leading rusher, 18 carries for 50 yards. And Jacob Henderson, two catches for 46 yards. So the Bulldogs are first and 10 from their 42-yard line, working left to right. Gardner-Webb scrimmaging off the near side, Ashes. Estes the tight end to the near side. Three wide receivers to the wide side left. And a running back is Kerry Bernard. Rollins gets a snap, pressured, steps up, has a middle run lane, tucks the ball away, and on the keeper gets a first down as he rumbled his way into coastal territory and down to the 47-yard line before Anthony Chesley makes the tackle. So a nice job by Rollins. It's tough to do for, you know, we're, we're talking about a true freshman right now that a year ago was playing high school football, and now here you are playing a, a football team that was number one ranked team in the nation last week. So first and ten for the Bulldogs at a coastal 47-yard line. Snap, handed up. Rollins again on the quarterback keeper after the fake handoff to the back who went wide, and Rollins across the 45 and down to the 44-yard line for a gain of three. So the Bulldogs will... Look to regroup, make the long trip back to Boiling Springs and get ready to host the Bucks of ETSU one week from today. Wide sides and near side, so three wide receivers come to this side. Mike Estes, one of those inside wide receivers. Rollins from the shotgun with the freshman Elijah Perry. Back there with him, Rollins, quarterback keeper, following the lead block of Perry. Rollins showing some good speed as he negotiates the black shirts and gets a first down to the 35-yard line. And got an injured coastal player down on the turf back in the offensive backfield. And that's the last thing that either team wants to happen at this stage of the game. And again, game time temperatures were in the 80s. At the start with brilliant sunshine and the humidity at 70%. And this one just appears to be a, a cramp. And out of the ball game goes Dwayne Price, one of their reserve tackles. You talked about Brody Rollins playing high school football a year ago. His senior year in high school, Fabian, he led his team to a 12-1 record with a quarterfinal loss in the Tennessee State playoffs. Uh, so he knows how to move the ball offensively for a uh, for an offense working around him and that's just one thing that here late in this game he's going to try to do for Gardner Webb and get some points on the board. Elijah Perry the running back on first down going to hand it off on the jet sweep 
solid contact, turning the corner down to the 32-yard line. And give him a gain of about three yards. Now, you realize that your money, your, your pay, your cat. So, I mean, this, the information that you come up with, I mean. So, that, so I might as well just load up the bus and start home, huh? Well, I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, you need to play out the string, make yourself better at what you do. That's what everybody down on the field is trying to do right now. It's just I'm telling you. I mean, it, that you know, you're you're good. I mean, you want to work on it. That's you know, that's up to you. SD's a tight end to the left, second down, and eight for Gardner Webb. Twelve forty-eight to go in the ball game. Rollins gets a snap, gives it off inside the carry. Bernard took it right up the gut, got down to the thirty-one yard line. And the striped shirts have to get in and break up a little, little pushing and shoving, but nothing develops out of that. In a ball possession down here for the Bulldogs with a winding fourth quarter clock, 12 and a half to go. Garden Webb down 43 nothing. Just trying to earn my pay. Yeah, you've done a fantastic job of that. Matt McAlvin is at that right tackle spot. Dylan Hopper, the fellow seniors at the right guard position. The center, Caleb Smith, the junior. David Sutton at the left guard. The red shirt junior and at that left tackle, the freshman, Will Milliken. Split backs, Rollins down the line, option keeper left, turns back inside and knocked backward before he got a first down. Tried to bounce up, and they're going to give him forward progress down to the 26-yard line. It's one of those where Rollins fell on top of a black shirt, so he wasn't down by contact, and somehow able to quickly get himself upright and take it to within a yard of the first down. So a good run by Rollins. And his... uh, Alex mentioned earlier out of Knoxville, Tennessee in South Doyle High School. So fourth down and one. Rollins with 32 yards rushing on five attempts. Fourth down and one. Bulldogs go for it. Snap inside. Give Bernard. They crashed hard on the corner blitz and tackled for a loss. Gardner-Webb cannot convert as Chris Jones got in there and made the stop. And the Bulldogs turn the ball over on downs with 11-15 to go in the game. And the number ones are still out there for GW minus Ivan Toomer. So first and 10 for Coastal from its 27-yard line. And we have immediate timeout on the field, and we are going to step away. Along with Alex Guest, I'm Fabian Fuentes. Shauna Clares lead 43-0. Back after this on the voice of Gardner Web Athletics, WGWG.org. Rent it now. Coastal Carolina, 416 yards. Gardner Webb, 231. 
Coastals run 195 yards. Bulldogs 141 and a big difference in the pass game. The Chanticleers at 221 as compared to what, 90 for GW. Bulldogs 13 first downs, nine fewer than what Coastal Carolina has. Coastal has only had five third downs. Conversely, Gardner-Webb 11. Gardner-Webb has two third down conversions. Coastal has three. Gardner-Webb plus nine as far as total plays run. Nearly a five-minute advantage in time of possession. Brody Rollins did a nice job engineering that last drive for the Bulldogs in which Gardner-Webb turned the ball over on downs inside the Coastal 26-yard line. Five carries, 32 yards in his brief time. D'Angelo Henderson, 11 carries, 114 yards to lead the way for Coastal by land tonight. Bruce Matt, five catches, 91 yards, but 55 of those coming on his touchdown reception. And Craig White, their tight end, who had six catches coming into the game, has four in the contest for 63 yards and a touchdown. But both starting quarterbacks are out of the game, and now Gardner-Webb's looking at Noah Church for the second time in as many possessions. And ready to go, Church. Two wide receivers at each side. Aaron Cook, outside linebacker, two-point stance against the right side of the offensive line. Snap, they're going to hand it off inside. Josh Ramsher, the nose guard, makes a tackle out near the 30-yard line for a gain of three. And this will bring up second down and seven. Ramsher has seen a lot of playing time at the nose guard spot tonight. Aaron Cook also in on the tackle as well. And P.J. Fuima Ono has to come out of the Bulldog lineup on that defensive line rotation because his helmet popped off. Aziz Higgins and Tanner Birch, the inside linebackers. Chad Jeter and Aaron Cook, the outside linebackers. And Jonathan Sherrill is in at one of the corners, and I don't necessarily know that the coaches really wanted to get him into the ball game as he's still nursing that shoulder injury, but essentially Gardner-Webb is down to a number three corner in one of those spots. Inside keeper for Church, and he got tripped up by Aaron Cook on the outside blitz. Tripped him up, reaching back from behind after the 34-yard line, gain of four, and it brings up a third down, and let's call this a healthy three for Coastal Carolina. Just north of 10 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. So two wide receivers each side. Lucas is at one safety, and Adam Johnson is at the other, but Adam Johnson with a left ankle severe or taped up, and Church tries to go inside and can't get the first down on the keeper. He's tackled at the line of scrimmage. And Coastal Carolina will have to punt the football. Chad Jeter on the outside linebacker blitz. 38 made to stop. We mentioned the redshirt junior, 41st in FCS football, averaging just over nine tackles coming in. And now the punt for the Chanticleers. Evan Rabin with just his second of the evening. Gets a line drive kick away. Jacob Henderson will stay away from the football. Bounces between the numbers and the hashes inside the Bulldog 30 to our left and gets 15 yards after the roll. And the Bulldogs for a third time in the game 
will start from inside their 20-yard line. With 9.17 to go, what's the latest on that PC-Liberty game? Uh, PC has a 10-7 lead over Liberty, that with 13 minutes to play uh, in the fourth quarter. So Liberty, we saw uh, Gardner-Webb get a big win over Liberty earlier in the season at home, and uh, now Liberty is uh, hosting Presbyterian, and Presbyterian 10-7 right now. Not the season Liberty was looking for. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, Liberty sitting at 4-4, 1-2 in Big South play, and a loss today is uh, putting them under that 500 mark overall and not go how Liberty would, would have hoped. More and more of the seats becoming visible here at Brooks Stadium. A lot of the crowd had headed back out to the parking lot at halftime, and those that have remained, folks have kind of thinned out as well. But Coastal Carolina will see its overall record go to 8-1, 3-1 in the conference. Gardner-Webb will go to 1-3 in the league and 3-6 overall with ETSU in the house for a non-conference game next Saturday at 1.30 before the regular season finale two weeks from now as Monmouth will come in. be nice to pay those guys back for that hurt they put on us up there in New Jersey a season ago. I still let Mark Rad, I, I still twist his arm when we talk about that game up at Monmouth last, last year because we could have had an opportunity to be with the men's basketball team, thinking the Virgin Islands, which is where they were at last year. But Rab, now he was with us, so it's not as if Rab gave me a pat on the back and a, and a warm jacket before we went to New Jersey. He had to make that trip too. Well, you know, I mean, a trip to New Jersey just kind of trumps a trip to the Virgin Islands any day, I think. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, I would have much rather been in the Virgin Islands than uh, than – going to cold and uh, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken wet, wet and rainy uh, Monmouth last year it, it was it was not pretty so Rollins from the shotgun between split backs handed off to the left or uh, Rollins fakes to the left half back and then goes straight up the middle very aggressive runner out to the 22 yard line so he picks up seven I should mention Gardenway will be two and three in the conference after this one today so the Bulldogs will have an, an opportunity in two weeks to try to finish at the 500 mark within league play. But Brody with another hard run. So he's getting some valuable playing time here. Rollins now with six carries for 39 yards. Single back Clark. Rollins a left-hander with five in the pass pattern. Tried to throw... On a shallow cross to Adonis Lee, overthrown and incomplete, nearly picked off. Rollins had a lot of zip behind that football. He threw that one about 15 yards up the field when he ended up wanting to go to Adonis Lee on a shallow cross. So third down and three, game clock stopped, 8-34 remaining in regulation. And the ball game for that matter. Gardner-Webb has forged 238 yards so far. Bulldogs have to go across the 25. 
Coastal with a small village up the line of scrimmage. They blitz Rollins, flushed out of the pocket to the near sideline. Left-hander looking, looking, and just forced to throw this one up for grabs to Mike Estes. Tight end wins the jump ball, and he's got a first down after the 39-yard line. Rollins just kind of floated that one up. It, it seemed like it had a lot of hang time on it. Nesty's a great job being able to come back and grab the, the reception. It's a numbers game. I mean, Mike is six foot four to begin with. Yeah. So you elevate him off the field, nobody nobody can match up with him. So that's a nice job by Rollins. You know, not pretty, but got the job done. Last I saw, it was about getting first downs and moving the football. Brody from the shotgun. Inside wide receiver to the left in motion to the formation. Brody fakes a handoff on him. Throws from a crowded pocket. Catch made by Perry beyond the line of scrimmage. Turns up the field. Makes two tacklers miss and then gets hit and dropped at the 50. But another Bulldog first down. So that's a nice job by Rollins engineering a couple of first downs on this drive. Bulldogs are now up to 15 for the game. Down to 735 remaining in the ballgame. The Bulldog team buses are now getting in position. The end zone to our left, which Gardner-Webb has its back to with a big jumbotron. Three wide receivers left, one to the near side. Perry, the running back to the far side left to Rollins. Jones, a tight end near side right. Screen, flags down all over the place like it's flag day. Short completion to Adonis Lee, and he's tackled down to 46-yard line. If the play stands, gain of four, but this may be along the lines of two men in motion. Illegal shift, the call against the Bulldogs. But the only thing that's going wrong for the folks here at Coastal Carolina tonight is a less than clear officials mic from time to time. Yeah, and you know, we see that uh, almost every stadium we go to, Fabian, where uh, every once in a while the the officials mic is just going to cut in and out and you you can't get the entire uh, penalty call call clearly come across the uh, but can sound you, system here. Can you imagine? I'm going to follow this thought after the first and 15 snap here. Rollins running the option to the boundary. Short pitch to Perry, and he glides out of bounds after a gain of a yard after the 46-yard line. Can you imagine if we had communication like that with the gentleman who has his finger on the nuclear weapon release? Whether or not the release, and you had the mic cutting in and out. Uh, you That'd know, be a bad thing. It, it might end up like dropping an, at- an atomic bomb on South Carolina somewhere. And, <laughs> and, and, we did drive by the atomic bomb drop site and, coming uh, in today. Hopefully it doesn't detonate. Second and 14, Rollins with a little rollout to the far side for the left-hander. Throws this one going for Estes, one-on-one, no. But a flag is thrown by the back judge, and we're going to have pass interference here on Coastal Carolina. That'll give Gardner-Webb a first down via penalty. The 16th first down on the horizon for Gardner-Webb. Coastal had 17 first downs in the first half, five in the second half. Gardner-Webb in its final series of the first half. Going into that final series, the Bulldogs had three first downs in the game. Gardner-Webb picked up as many on that final series of the the, uh, first half. So first and ten for the Bulldogs after the pass interference penalty. Ball spotted Coastal 39 off the near side ashes. Shauna clears four wide on that defensive line. Rollins, and now play stopped. What was this? Somebody's uh, flag down, far side, false start, Bulldogs. Penalty number nine for 87 yards. Hospitality was good here tonight. Enjoyed 
walking in with the Coastal Carolina fans, weaving our way through all the food out in the tailgate area. Invited us over to, to eat to a few places. And uh, like we said pregame, you know, if we didn't have a job to do, we'd, we'd gladly join you. Jordan Stalker at the left tackle spot. Gabe Nold is at the left guard. Rollins, shallow cross, trying to go for Elijah Perry. There was contact as the ball came on the scene. Pass incomplete. Rayshawn Shields, a weak side linebacker, had the coverage underneath. And it brings up second down and 15. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm glad the PA system here is not as loud as it was last week at uh, PC. Yeah, we were fighting with the PA system last week, and, and on top of that, they had their band mic the band through the was PA system up, yes, as sir. well. Second down and 15 for the Bulldogs at the Coastal 44. Rollins, a snap. Inside give to Bernard working behind right guard and got down to the 41-yard line. Gain of three, third down and 12. Coming up here for the Bulldogs. Jacob Henderson in at one of the wide receiver spots, as well as Willie Jackson, the fourth. The sophomore is in the ballgame. Mike Esty stays in there at a tight end. So the Bulldogs have made a few changes on that offensive line. Charles Udy back in at the right tackle spot, the true freshman. Dylan Hopper, right, tack, right guard. So third down, Bulldogs have to go inside the Coastal 29. They blitz from the secondary. Rollins hemmed in and swarmed under sacked. Back out of the 47, six-yard loss, fourth and 18. And we'll be under five minutes when Gardner-Webb snaps back to the punter and Andrew Carmonic. So represent his eighth punt of the night. They'll go halves with... Punt returners here. So Gardner-Webb, for about a fourth time in this game, will take a snap on a punt in coastal territory. Carmonic gets the punt away. Catch made between two white shirts. A quick dash to the outside. And the white shirts finally make the tackle out near the 33-yard line. Justin Miller, a reserve linebacker, was one of those in on the final stop. So the Bulldogs defense now coming back out on the field with 4.42 left in the ballgame. I'll see you over there researching. What is it that you are in the quest of trying to obtain? Uh, Just trying to find out if uh, with four minutes, uh, 42 seconds left here, if Gardner-Webb does not score, this would be their third shutout loss of the season. Uh, just trying to research back to see if and when the last time Gardner-Webb has been shut out three or more times in a season. And so far, I'm back to the uh, 2007 season and uh, has not been uh, shut out. Gardner-Webb has not been shut out three times since 2007 uh, that I know of. You're making me feel bad you're working too hard. No, not working too hard. I mean, you've really, you've really taken it and, you know, we're trying to do our best to keep the listeners entertained and Jeff entertained back at WGWG. But, you know, there's a lot that goes into being on a road trip with me. You know, you got the driver responsibility. You've got the color responsibility. You've got the personal assistant responsibility. You wear all those visors well. 
Yeah, I got another visor for you, too. Today's attendance, 8,422. Excellent. So there you are. Good job. <laughs> and they drew a couple of uh, crowds this year in excess of uh, 10,000. And, uh, you know, they'll at some point have to expand the stadium uh, with the move up. So I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. They've got room to do it, but I'm just kind of curious how that renovation is going to take place, whether they put a double deck. Well, they're going to have to put a deck somewhere, so maybe over there on the visitor side where they've got some room to grow. Years ago, this used to be where Coastal Carolina played soccer. This was a soccer stadium on this ground. I came down here to do a high school football broadcast back in 1995, back when Conway High School used to play football here, but back when it was Coastal Soccer Stadium. So here we go, first and 10 for them from their 35-yard line. Crouch hands this one off, and an inside carry goes Kenneth Daniels, junior running back, and he picks up a couple out to the 39-yard line. Bulldogs have Don Manning in on the defensive line right now. LaRon Glenn did not make the trip. Gardner-Webb also has uh, Rob Howard now back in at an outside linebacker spot. Bulldogs lost Ivan Toomer the corner here this evening. D.J. Allen playing it one corner. Couch to the far side flat. Catch and run after the first defender missed. Tanner Burtz, the linebacker, sprints all the way down the field to make the stop at the Bulldog 23-yard line. Well, you got to credit the redshirt senior who has worked his backside off to come back and play this year and some would have just given up on it but Burt sprints all the way down the field and makes the catch on Taylor Bagley after a gain of 38 yards and down to 335 game clock running here in the fourth quarter Coastal working right to left and with a first down to Bulldog 23 two wide receivers to the left one to the right Crouch Inside give. One tackle missed. Another tackle missed. And McCoy makes a touchdown saving tackle in the secondary. Down at the six-yard line on Kenneth Daniels. It has been a game of missed tackles. Yeah, we hate to sound like a broken record, but it really has been. Coastal Carolina has had so many yards after contact today that Gardner-Webb defensively has just missed tackles in the backfield, missed tackles in between the chains, and uh, it's led to big Coastal Carolina gains and touchdowns, giving them this 43-0 lead. 480 yards for the Chanticleers. Will Blitz off the edge. They'll hand it off inside. The Daniels makes three white shirts miss and then down to the two-yard line. And it'll bring up second and goal from there with 2.25 remaining. I know we're here to do Gardner-Webb Coastal, but, of course, big game in the ACC is Florida State at Clemson. And to be honest with you, I am absolutely stunned that Florida State is in a tie game at Clemson. Yeah, tied at 13 apiece. And uh, looks like 12, just a little over 12 minutes to play fourth quarter in Florida State. Uh, punting away to Clemson, so Clemson will uh, have the ball now with uh, right at 12 minutes. Crouch a snap, given off the Daniels, tried to go straight ahead and tackled for a loss. 
swarmed under back at the four-yard line. And this will bring up third down and goal with the game clock stopped with a minute 51 to play. The reason the clock is stopped, one of those coastal offensive linemen lost his helmet. And, of course, Ben Fuller, our color analyst for the Big South Network. And, of course, you can catch next week's game here at WGWG.org and also video-wise on the Big South Network. But, you know, Ben, the former all-conference offensive lineman, would let you know that offensive linemen are the most intelligent guys on the field. Third and goal at the four. Daniel's going to try to bounce it wide to the far side. Right. We hang on and make the tackle. Shy of the goal line. I'll tell you what, even though the Bulldogs are minus 43 on the scoreboard right now, you have to like that effort, not giving up and letting them go in for a touchdown. Robert McCoy makes another tackle. And McCoy, of course, is a true freshman out of Laurenburg in Scotland County High School who was forced into action when another freshman, Kyle Horton, (laughs) who was Mr. Versatility at the early part of the season, went down with a season-ending injury and... Now a field goal coming up. Ryan Granger, 14 of 18 on the year, fourth in the country, averaging nearly two made field goals a game. This from 19 yards out, snap the placement, the kick from the far side hashes up and good. So 46 to nothing for the Chanticleers with 42 seconds to go. Want to thank Jeff Powell back at Studio Control. That was kind of a methodical drive for Coastal. Took four minutes, and even four minutes. How about the number of plays and the yards? Seven plays, 62-yard drive for Coastal, and uh, capped off 19-yard field goal by Caleb Kelly. Gives the Chanticleers 46-0 lead. Uh, And late in this game, as you mentioned, 42 seconds to play. Uh, it's all but wrapped up now, Fabian. And Gardner-Webb's going to have to find a way. You know, this is, I guess, why you just can't do comparative scoring because you, this is a coastal team that, you know, Gardner-Webb last week got the 14-10 to 10 win at, at Presbyterian, and, a coastal team that had PC here back on the 10th of last month and barely escaped with a 24-17 decision. We're going to get you up to date with some SEC scores real quick after the Coastal Carolina kickoff. Florida State and Clemson deadlocked at 13, and Clemson's got the ball. Fourth quarter, end of ran kick, McCoy. Fields between the numbers and the hashes inside the five. In trouble and out to the 14. How about some SEC scores? Yeah, Fabian, real quick. Thursday night, Mississippi State defeated Missouri 31-13. Currently in action, South Carolina and Tennessee tied up at 17 apiece. That is midway through the third quarter. Ole Miss trails Arkansas. Ole Miss 18th in the nation, 38-31. That game is early fourth quarter. Florida wraps up their first SEC East title since 2009 today with a 9-7 win over Vanderbilt. And Georgia, a 27-3 winner. 9-7? 9-7. You heard that correctly. Georgia, 27-3 winner at home against Kentucky. Brody Rollins inside slant. The Bryce out to the 24-yard line. 
Gain of about six yards. Game clock in motion down to a quarter of a minute. Brody quickly back into that shotgun. Two wides each side. Four-man rush flushed out of the pocket to the near side. Between the numbers and the hashes sidesteps. Throws a short pass up the field caught by Bryce. Steps out of bounds about a yard shy of the first down with nine seconds to go. And, of course, the big game in the SEC and really in the nation tonight, number two, number four matchup between LSU and Alabama. Uh, that game is at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Alabama here about an hour and a half from kick. Let me just say Dwayne Ray is in on the Gardner-Webb offensive line now at the center spot. And Clay Shelton, yeah, another freshman, is in on the offensive line as well. Pass thrown underneath, bobbled and caught off a deflection for Adonis Lee. No, incomplete. And we're down. The game clock has expired. If they're really keeping an eye on this, they should put time on the clock. And they're going to let it go off the clock. And we're not going to argue with them. So Coastal Carolina shows us why it was the number one ranked team in the country a week ago. And the eighth ranked team coming in as the Chanticleers blank the Bulldogs. 46 to nothing. Gardner Webb back in action a week from today. Playing goes to ETSU. Game kick is at 1.30. Special thanks back at Studio Control to Jeff Powell. For Alex Guest, I'm Fabian Fuentes. Our time is up. We thank you for yours.